0: Hello, Hello everyone!
1: Welcome to Plan Spontaneity. It's Sade and Isabella. And every week we'll be inviting you to join us as we discuss the adventures of life. So get cozy. Hello, everybody! Hello, welcome to Plan Spontaneity.
0: Hi, Hello, Isabella. A... <laughs> we're so eager to talk that we're talking at the same time. <laughs> oh, yes
1: oh yes that's the only way
0: <laughs> I said <laughs> how, how are you everyone?
1: <laughs> happened again
0: we did it again <laughs> well thank you how are you
1: <laughs> I'm good thank you I'm excited to talk about our
0: next topic yes me too especially as it comes as a suggestion from one of our listeners so yeah love it
1: yes
0: so yeah as we said this is a suggestion of one of our listeners thank you to Vonnie for suggesting this topic to us and today we will we'll be talking about the five love languages or love languages and we thought to start we we were just going to share why why are we talking about this why is this important to us um, and i personally am really curious to you know if people know about the love languages or not so let us know on, on instagram if you've heard about it before if this is the first time that you you're ever um hearing about it um for me personally as well i think the love languages have helped me a lot to just know how people show affection and demonstrate love um, in different ways. And yeah, I, I just find it so helpful because I I tend I think everyone that has one particular love language um, maybe tends to think that everyone else will respond in, in the same way or they will show love in the, in the same way. That's kind of the assumption. Um, but actually it's not because we're so different that even the way that we demonstrate love is completely different. And just just knowing it, if if all the love language content was all about knowing that we love in different ways, I would have already found that helpful. But the fact that they put it in categories that I love because I love this type of personality types and stuff and all of that, I just, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. You can probably tell. Um, I just find it really helpful um, in, yeah just understanding people um, and seeing when they do something that I don't always think oh you know they gave me a gift and I'm like well I'd rather you spend time with me um and battling that thought and thinking no that's the way they show love and I'll I'll be welcome that I'll see that um and understand that that's who they are um and I think just knowing that has really helped me so Mm -hmm. yeah what about you Shadi?
1: I used to think that the love languages was something that was really new and because for me I discovered it quite recently well I said recently I discovered it seven years ago when I was at my um, old church which is the church that Isabella currently goes to um, and it was in one of the sort of book their book collections and I read it turned out that a few people knew about it but a few people haven't heard of it so I feel like this is the type this is one of the personality tests where this will be split in the middle I feel like we'll have a, a lot of people who, who who know about it and other people who might be like I don't know what you're talking about love languages what is that that sounds weird tell no. me more about it and we are just in case you yeah you did not know about
0: it yeah I wonder if it's something that people talk more in churches just because you mention it uh, because the author will talk more about about everything and how it came about uh, but I wonder the people um, that are in, C- in Christian circles will hear more about it or have more chances of hearing about it um, but all we know it's an amazing resource to know how your relationships work and how they can be better and I think anything that can do that is a bonus isn't it? Yeah
1: and it makes sense actually if if it's more no, known in the sort of Christian circle I think it's because maybe because like Christianity is a community so I think it's it, we are so passionate about making sure that whichever relationship we have is being sort of held and nurtured in the best way so there are so I feel like there are quite a few books out there that is based on relationship so even though this may be um created by christians this isn't necessarily only for christians it's for anyone because this is a personality sort of group so if you're human this applies to you (laughs) love it yeah (laughs) yeah so the words of affirmation as we mentioned is by a man called gary chapman so it's talking about how our love language our love language describes how we receive love from others and there are five so the first one well in no particular order there are words of affirmation so saying supportive things to your partner so with words of affirmation if you ask yourself how do you feel when you hear your partner offer offer encouraging affirming words and compliments so an example could be, your partner congratulates you, tells you, great job, <laughs> I don't that voice, tells you that you look attractive or thanks you for something. If these things make you feel the most loved and happy, words of affirmation may be your primary love language. The second one is acts of service, so doing helpful things to your partner. Ask yourself. How do you feel when your partner helps you with tasks that reduce burden or eases your stress? So an example may be your partner does a chore for you, runs an errand for you, or takes care of something without being asked. So if that is the one that makes you feel the most loved, then acts of service may be your primary love language. The third one is receiving gifts. So giving your partner gifts that tell you, tell them you are thinking of them. So with this one, you can ask yourself, how do you feel when your partner gets you a thoughtful or extravagant gift? So example is you get a gift or a small treat from your partner that tells you he or she was thinking about you. So if that's the one that makes you feel the most loved, then receiving gifts may be your primary love language. And then there's quality time. So spending meaningful time with your partner so with this one, you can ask yourself, how do you feel when your partner gives you their undivided attention and you engage in meaningful conversations, conversation or activity? So an example is you and your partner have a date tonight or go on a trip together or have a deep and meaningful conversation. Once again, if this is the one that makes you feel the most loved, then quality time may be your primary love language. Last but not least is physical touch so being close to and caressed by your partner so a nice thing to ask yourself is this how do you feel when your partner shows you affection through touch so an example may be you and partner hold hands kiss hug or sit lay close together so if that's the thing that makes you feel the most loved then physical touch may be your primary love language and that's the five examples
0: <laughs> love it. yeah the five love languages love it chad i was just thinking as you're talking as well how even though you're describing it um with reference to a partner but actually um gary chapman wrote books about children teenagers and singles so there's a book just for how singles express um their love and i find that really helpful because sometimes um you know, you you wonder with all the relationships, how that feels like. And if you're not in a relationship, then you think, oh, well, then that doesn't apply to me. But actually, it does, because even though you're not in a romantic relationship, you probably are in relationship with lots of other people, with friends, with people in your family. So I find that helpful as well to understand. Um, the other thing is that I was thinking is how... Um, we all probably have these five love languages, and it's shady. We were chatting mm. for as well. Um, and it's it almost works at a different levels, um, and or different a different percentage to to you know, you have that dominant one, and then the other ones are kind of there, but in different measure. And I find that helpful as well because it means that even though. I might not have the same language as for example shadi i'm able to understand a little bit because i have some of that love language because you know if, if we just think together who doesn't like receiving gifts you might not feel the most loved when you receive a gift but everyone likes receiving gifts everyone likes when someone says you know i love you or thank you for doing this for me or you you're, you're such a great friend um everyone likes when someone comes and does things for them Uh, what is cleaning the house or or doing your hair or whatever it is it might not be the way that you feel most loved but these are nice things that someone can do for you and I find it helpful as well because it helps me to understand when people have different love languages to me I think okay yeah that is the way they express love Um, it's nice it's not exactly what I would want them to do right now um but I can understand how they are showing their affection and care for me in that particular way. Um, I keep thinking as well about parents, how, how crazy it must be to, to see that little human being shaping the way that they express love, especially if you have you know, children, then you can see how different they are. I think it must be quite um, surreal experience to shape a human being in that way. Um, but at the same time, to let them you know just see their personality um, coming about and, and ex- the way that they express love which is also quite different isn't it probably from how um, the family express love.
1: Yeah and just to say um, not everyone loves receiving gifts or having things done for them but I think the reason why so it might be maybe that might be on the bottom of their sort of love language but the reason why this book is so helpful is because if you're someone who actually hates receiving gifts, maybe you hate receiving gifts because then you feel like you're obliged to uh, return the gift to someone. Like, okay, this person's giving me a gift, now I have to go out of my way to find them a gift, or you just, it sits uncomfortable with you. Or if someone does something for you, you feel as if it makes you feel sort of incompetent and you kind of, I would say resent, just to use a strong language, you almost resent that. But the good thing about this book is even if someone is showing you love in a way that you don't sort of communicate love, it helps you to understand that that's their love language. So even though it differs from you, it's almost, it kind of helps to create a little bit of harmony instead of it being, I just don't understand. Every time I invite them around, they're always like washing my dishes. Do they think I don't know how to wash my dishes? But instead of looking at it like that. It's almost a case of, oh, okay, that's how they show me love. By them doing something and yeah or like by them buy me a thoughtful gift and I don't have to run to the shops and try and find a gift to return because that's not really what they're asking for this is just their way of saying I love you so yeah so for me that I think that's been one of the reasons why this book has almost been like a revelation
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely Chad the same for me um I think just knowing that people are different. And I think I I take that for granted sometimes. I just think, oh yeah, everyone will be the same, you know, everyone thinks like, like I do about this. Um, because it's care and love. Who wouldn't look, who wouldn't like to, you know, spend time together? Who why are they acting in this strange way? Maybe they don't love me, uh, or maybe they don't really like me. And actually to realize, no, they are just different. <laughs> <laughs> the way they express love is different and they are different um and I think that kind of goes well isn't it with everything that we've been talking in the pot in this podcast actually about how um we are similar lots of things you know we all have feelings uh we all have things that we are passionate for or things that we are in the time in between trying to figure it out uh but we are also extremely different from each other and that's why that's why life life can be beautiful because everyone has a different contribution and I think this um, five love languages just contributes to that and yeah shall we talk a bit more about us then what is our love language our order. yeah
1: <laughs> I know my primary love language but then with the other ones i'm just going to put them in place in well, well we'll just see how it goes so my primary love language that has never changed has been quality time and the reason why this one is so dominant for me and isabel and i have spoken about this quite a lot of times so this is why we're so grateful to Vonnie for suggesting talking about love languages because we've had these conversations so many times but um for but yeah. me the reason why quality time is so important, so dominant, is if I have a friend who gives me the most thoughtful gifts but I rarely see them or or when I'm with them, we don't really have nice, deep, meaningful conversations. We don't really maintain eye contact and they seem a bit distracted or whatever, but they've given me the most amazing gift where I feel like, oh my goodness, they know who I am and I'm seen by them. It will still pale in comparison so for me it will be this for me it wouldn't say i love you i would it would actually leave me really confused because they've given me this amazing gift but at the same time they don't want to spend time with me or when they're spending time with me it seems like this really (laughs) weird sort of quality i guess or lacking in quality Um, And then I could be with someone who is amazing and their love language is words of affirmation. And maybe they say words that I don't really reach deep into my soul, but they rarely spend. I don't know. Yeah. But the quality time, the quality side of things is lacking. Then for me, once again, it's confusing with all the other examples. I think you guys get what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. So but for me, if I'm with a friend who spends time with me and we have amazing conversations from like light conversations to deep conversations and yeah and it's just been a sort of great time spent together even if they rarely say give pay me a compliment whether they never give me a gift whether they never do any acts of service or never hug me or whatever I mean now during these times you can't do that anyway but (laughs) even if they don't do any of that for me they they love me that's screaming so loud to me because they are they are giving me that they the way they say i love you is a is in the way i need to receive it if that makes sense so yeah so for for me quality time is my number one now the other ones oh my goodness um i'm going to say words of affirmation gifts and um and touch are number two
0: <laughs> the reason why I find it really <laughs> I find it really odd but it's not <laughs> you the order, that's just one second place <laughs> that's it
1: yeah it's second place because each one of them it really depends on the situation um yeah it really depends on the situation it depends who who it depends who you are for me to want to like hug you or even be close to you or I don't know and it depends on who you are depending on whether I want to give you or receive whether it's given or receiving the gift or whatever and the same with words of affirmation it really does depend and even then it will also depend on the season because then I feel like in the season of life um, those those three um, love languages will almost they kind of shift so one might be in the middle one might be slightly on the top so that's the reason why I put them at number two because I can't really yeah. I don't know I can't really place them um then the last one is acts of service and say, that has,
0: one thing for sure that acts <laughs> of service is not it's
1: <laughs> the bottom yes yeah <laughs> yeah that's my list
0: <laughs> I think Yeah, mine is more of a mix, to be honest. I think, like Shadi, my first one is quality time. And for anyone that knows me, you would know that, that I love spending time with people and talking, just sitting and getting to know you and seeing how you are, how was your day. It can be the silliest of the conversations. But for me, it means a lot because you chose to share that with me and you stop everything else in your life to be with me. You prioritize my my company and my time with you. And for me, that means a lot. So quality time is definitely my number one. Um, I remember growing up and my mom and my sister, they they don't have quality time as a love language. They are acts of service people. And my dad has quality time as well as his, his love language. And I would spend lots of time with my dad just talking, just talking about life, just chatting. And um, we're also quite interested in in similar topics. So that also helped with the conversation just flowing. But I'm sure I have the same with my sister and my mom. But it's just that we didn't have those moments together because they were always doing things. So they were never that to sit and talk. Um, Mm. They were always getting, you know, things done. Uh, I don't know, cleaning the house, cooking or... Or just buying things for for us and we of course Madananda we loved that but it wasn't it wasn't what we wanted them to do so every time we were like oh we just wish we had more time you know can we just sit at the dinner table and talk and they were thinking about dessert what they're going to do for for dinner the next day you know their mind was somewhere else it was not there present in the conversation but then with time um and love languages the five love languages have definitely helped me to understand that that this is the way that they show love That when my sister cooks a meal for me um, when she tidies the bedroom because we used to share the bedroom um, when she when she's offering me to do my nails you know this is what when we were younger and living together that means that she wants to spend time with me but doing things for me instead of just being there and I've learned to just be okay with that. I mean, it's not. I've not mastered it yet because it's it's so different. Uh, and my mom working all the time. She wanted to work to so then we could go on holiday together and do things together. Uh, but that's the way that she she showed love. Um, and yeah, I could see how there was attention, but knowing that they are different helped me to go through those times and and to love them the way that they are not trying to change them uh, expressing how quality time is important to me (laughs) but respecting that they are different Um, and trying to do acts of service for them as well because I know that's what they like they probably thought well why is Isabella not never doing anything she's so lazy when actually I was just sitting there waiting to talk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah quality time is my top one uh, but touch is very important to me, so in second place uh, is touch, so being close to someone, not necessarily touching them, I think that's the thing about touch that sometimes um, is misinterpreted, that it's not actually, yes of course, hugging, kissing, you know, um, holding hands, these this things, kissing, you know, all of that, I said kissing twice, so I really like it. <laughs> uh, There's some really important things, but <laughs> But just being close, just being close to me, you know, it's just the proximity uh, means a lot. Um, If I'm talking to someone and they are very distant from me, then I think, oh, they don't, you know, I better go because they don't want to. I'm bothering them now. They don't want to be close to me. Um, But little things like people linking arms or just being Mm. just being really close. Sometimes just, you know, um, a pat on the back. Type of thing, or just setting your head here on my shoulder. These little things, um, for me, they mean a lot, especially if they're together. If someone's spending time with me, and then they do that, then I'm like, oh, I love this person. They love me. It's very, <laughs> it's very clear to me. Um, now with the other ones, it's a bit, it's a bit of a mix as well. Like shadow, I think in different seasons, I prefer one to the other. Um, but normally, uh, quality time, touch. And acts of service, it's not my last one, it's my third one, because I do, I do like doing things for people. Um, I yeah. think the feeling of being helpful. Um, and yeah, so um, maybe because of my family as well, because I had to think of ways that I could um, connect with my mom and my sister, I wonder if that also helped me to have acts of service as my, as my third one. Um, not very, I, don't, I don't like um, house tours too much. But if you need me to go and buy something for you or, or anything more practical, um, then I'm, I'm up for it because I want to be helpful. I like being helpful. Uh, and I think that comes across with my acts of service. And then words of affirmation are very important as well. But I, I don't know. I think a bit like Shadi. I think because people say sometimes say it without meaning it, then it took a little bit of the... Um, yeah, significance of the words, you know, I love you, I like you, or oh, you're so good, or whatever it is. Um, it yeah, it almost feels fake. So I I I'm not yeah, it's 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 my fourth place. It's not the one that I, I express love and or oh, I like to receive. Of course, now and then, it's good to receive words of affirmation, but it kind of needs to be together with the quality of time and touch. If not, then it's just, it just it just becomes meaningless to me. Um, and then gifts is the last one. Uh, which <laughs> is very interesting, very very interesting. How gifts is the last one. Uh, I love receiving gifts and I like getting gifts to people, um. But it's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I think how can I make this person feel special. Um, it's funny because as you said, Shadi, different seasons bring different um sides of that. I think um now I guess in twenty twenty and now this year as well, we are seeing it. Um it's really hard to spend quality time with people um, because being on a Zoom call uh, or a phone call is tiring. It's not like being in the same space with people. Um, And touch, well, you can guess, it's it's impossible (laughs) to get that at the moment. So in this... Past season in this season now I'm exploring how to do other things. You know how words of affirmation, how acts of service and gifts can, um, how increasing those things can actually help people feel loved during this time where my dominant ones are kind of limited to you know how much I can actually do. At the same time, I feel during this season as well, quality time has increased. I think for most people because it's hard to do all the rest as well. You know, that challenge in all the other languages during this time. But now people can have a, you know, give a phone call, chat, and maybe it has put people closer than they were before um, because then they would have to travel to go and spend time with them. They wouldn't think of calling. They would just rather go and see them in person. But now it makes it easier to just call them and chat, um, even if briefly. So that's that's nice as well. Um, I wonder... As well for parents, you know, when when people just have kids, how it changed. I think if any of our listeners, if you if you have children, please let us know. Cause I wonder um, if when, when you have children, sometimes my my impression from, from my close friends that have, have had um, babies recently, you feel so tired um, with the baby, and all you want is someone coming there and doing the simple tasks of every day. So then it gives you some more time to to have a shower. To eat properly, um, and I I wonder if in different seasons of life we will change, Shadi. Maybe the priorities will change. Maybe quality of time will always be the first one, especially for you, because it's top top yeah. top one. Um, but the other ones a bit of a mix, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think thinking about parents, I think also it must change because, for example, if there's a mom or a dad who where um, quality time is number one, as the child gets or the children get older, they're actually more able to sort of experience that because now, Maybe their son is, or their daughter um, is interested in I don't know, playing a game with them, or you know, sitting down and talking about the coloring book and explaining why that's why they love it, or what they get up to in school, and they have oh, they're sitting close to them, or you know, you have children that quite a, I would say maybe a lot of children who um, will just want to be on the parents' lap, sitting down, and so I think as as it always seems as the children get older. The, the parent's sort of quality or not quality time, love language is being met a little bit more, Mm. but in a different Mm. way, because now the child has their own sort of love language that they sort of dominate in and they're able to sort of express that to the parent. So then, yeah, I just think about that. Cause I'm thinking of my nephew and my niece, um, yeah. And how, whenever I go over, well, when I used to be able to go over to my sisters to see them, my my niece will talk about you know whichever little you know the children's like jewelry or little cho- the, the sort of little um, makeup and sit me down and do my makeup and she will just talk to me about whatever it is she's doing. <laughs> she's doing my makeup or oh, my nephew will talk to me about Minecraft or whatever, whichever game he's into and talk to me about that sort of world. And it's—they all have their own different love language, but it's really interesting whenever I go over just to see how it how it's been expressed in sort of like little children. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's really interesting. It? I find it fascinating. Um, I think when I was younger as well, how how I loved writing letters to people, making drawings and giving giving it to them. And I know, I, I don't. I, I imagine that kids really like doing that, being creative and giving something to someone else. But then with time, that kind of goes, isn't it? Sometimes uh, with me, it didn't. It stayed for for a long time for my teenage years of writing letters to people. And I thought that was really important. And the end of the year, I'd write cards to everyone, you know, handmade and all of that. Um, and then nowadays, it's so different. I I don't, it, it doesn't even cross my mind to do, to write a letter to people or to, to do a chord myself. Um and it's not that I don't don't love or care for, for people the same way. It's just that it changed with, with yeah. time. Um and yeah, it's it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. I like I like that we're talking about this. It gets me thinking of the people around me and the love languages and yeah. I really enjoy it's it. So it's so
1: funny you said about the letters because it just reminded me of when I was at So I think so my my friend and I after we had left uni so I went to uni in Essex and my friend is originally from Kent and I'm from London and we went to Essex for uni once we had gone back when she went back to Kent I went back came back to London I remember her sort of sending me a message or I think I sent her a message and we were talking about letters and how letters is something that happened back in the day and now no one writes letters anymore and we just wrote each other letters it didn't last that long because well no one writes letters anymore so I think initially the idea of the letter was like so amazing and we would write each other letters but I think eventually we were just like come on we can just send each other a text message or a phone call what we're doing (laughs) but it was really nice and I just that as you're talking and I think I have some of them somewhere in my room or yeah in my house somewhere but yeah just thought of that
0: yeah yeah I guess it changed in different seasons again I think that's that's what I get from what you said Shadi and that's fine isn't it because it's a season's change um, our love uh, gets mature as well and is expressed in different ways and we are trying to be creative with what we with what we have at the moment and to express affection for people so yeah it's it's good that we can do different things isn't it And letters it's it's a good thing i enjoy it uh, but it just doesn't cross my mind the same as when i was younger and it gets me curious how how am i going to be in the future you know what what, what are my love languages going how are they going to be expressed um,
1: This has been so much fun I think as you guys can tell we love personality tests so once again thank you so much Bonnie and if there are any topics that any of you guys want us to talk about please let us know we are so curious to see uh, what they will be um, also we, we're going to attach a link to the love language um, test if you want to do it yourself and I think Isabella has more information on that.
0: Oh well, yeah so the Past is actually really helpful because you can choose what's your situation at the moment so you can do the purpose quiz you can do the children's one teenagers and singles so um, on the link that we're going to attach here to this episode you just click on it select the one that is most appropriate to you and then there will be a series of questions and then they will tell you uh which one is your love you know which of these are your is your dominant love language um and even if you don't do the quiz, you can probably work out as you've been listening to this episode. Uh, but doing the quiz might give you just that sense of like, oh yeah that's how I do because sometimes we we don't know isn't it we're not aware of things and even when you listen you think oh yeah it might be that but then when you have, have the questions and the situations it might be a different one so yeah go do it and let us know what's your love language so then we can express affection to you guys <laughs> in your unique way um and thank you for listening
1: okay guys you have been listening to Plans for Take care and until next time, goodbye.
0: Bye.